Yeah, I know. Okay. So I just I set it as live. We'll just kind of do like a chill rolling start. Um, cool. So how you doing, bro? Good. <laughs> I'm good, dude. The question is, how are you doing? <laughs> I've had better days. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you feeling so? so tell me like, about last night. I got yeah, like yeah. four hours of sleep. Uh, not which I, which actually is is decent, you know. Like, but I went when we got I got back home at like quarter to five, and it was a late night. Like the the place we were at, everyone was ready to like sleep by like three, but just because of how it all worked with with lifts and like everyone was kind of scattered across sort of the whole city, like. The guy, the guy who who was driving, the designated driver, he had to. He first took like um, his sister, his sister's um, like best friend, and then this other dude. <laughs> so like they had to go first because like thought that maybe people can fit in the car, um, and then they they took like forty five minutes. Then they got back. Then it was me, and then two other people. So they were dropped off first. Then I was last because I live closest to him. And by that stage, it was like almost five. Sun was like coming up already. <laughs> but, yeah. Jeez, that's crazy, like, dude. Yeah, it was a bit rough, bro. But it was like chill. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a memory. So enjoyed it. it good night, though. You enjoyed the night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of banter, a lot of jokes, some dancing, good music, you know. Oaks, guys playing FIFA. Um, yeah, it was, it was dope. It was dope. I really enjoyed it. What, what have you been up to? Dude. I've been up to the same old, literally, same just gymming, university. I can't, I can't say much. Actually, I went out yesterday as well, dude. But I got home at a decent time. <laughs> I got home at like eleven. But also, we have curfew, yeah, yeah dude. So you can only go out. We only started at like eleven. <laughs> we only yeah. started at like. It was weird. It was complicated because I work. I went to work from five till eight, and then after eight, um, I went and I joined my. Her name's Rosanda. So I went with. Rosanda and Sarah to where Rosanda works because she's working as like a PT. So I went I went to gym at like half eight, quarter to nine. But I, I just I just got like a quick like arm pump because like I didn't have much time. Um and then we went it was like a whole complicated whole story of how the whole thing played out. But we only eventually got to this place at like eleven. And then that's when that's when we like only really started. So I'm not surprised the night ended at five since it only started at eleven. So late, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did the the mandatory arm session before you got out. So you got to get a quick pump. Did yeah, exactly. I had to wear my my medium sized shirt. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's an essential. Oh. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to catch up on sleep as soon as I'm done this because I got to go to work later as well. So no more, dude. Yo, it's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough shift. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a quick one. Hopefully, at least I'm sitting most of the time, so it'll be alright. Hopefully, I don't have to like go up too many stairs and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Just pop a pop a scoop of pre workout and you'll be good, dude. Yo, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I get like, I'll be like shaking and like going crazy. The conversations will flow, dude. You'll have that caffeine. Huh? <laughs> you'll be like. Yeah, you go. Like I'll be like shouting. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, what is up with that dude? <laughs> He's how in love. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. he must be having a good day or something. <laughs> okay, okay, so Q and A. Yeah. What are we? Round four, five. 
Four, five, Somewhere what? There. Oh, yeah. the number episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Episodes. Actually. I, also I think we're know. around four, number five. We've had one or two episodes that didn't work out, so I've lost yeah. track. Lost track. <laughs> I, also stopped, I stopped counting after that as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's not worry about it. Did you get Did you get questions? I actually got two. Quite surprised because three. Yeah. Three, okay. Because we put up the the question thing like pretty late, so I didn't expect to actually get any questions, um, but I did get some, so that's cool. So you got three cool. and I got two. So do you want to go first? Because it's been like one, 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 one. Yeah, sounds good. Oh yeah. Okay. Getting hot. Go for it, dude. Cool. Done. Okay, I like this one. The issue with competition and competitiveness. <laughs> That's all they said. The issue. issue. Was it a oh, question mark at the end of that? <laughs> no, dude, there wasn't even. It's not even a full stop. It's not even a complete sentence. It's just a topic. It's just, just a, a topic. topic. The issue what? with competition and competitiveness. The issue. I think... The issue. The only issue I can think of is if people are... are uh, taking it too far like i i think uh competition and competitiveness is a very good thing but i think if you if it's to the point of you would do anything to win including immoral things i think that's when it's the problem but i think like if you if you're working within the <coughs> what's sort of acceptable and what's moral you know like if it's a fair game then then i think competition and being competitive is a very healthy thing I think being competitive like pushes you to be better. Um, you know, you you could actually like if you and I were competing in something, um, and we understood that like it's just you know it's just it's a it's a healthy competition. It's not like I'm better than you or this or that. Um, it's not like I'll do anything that it, like I'll sabotage you or I'll cheat to win. Uh, as long as it's just a matter of like trying to push yourself and push the other person, then I think competition is really healthy. No, I completely agree with you. I also, I think it would only be a, an issue if you are being immoral, as you said. But um, yeah, man, competition literally makes you great, dude. Keeps you accountable and it gives you a good drive. I know I can think of from a personal experience. Uh, I can't remember how old I was, probably around 16, somewhere there. And a new guy moved to our swimming club and he started doing, well, so I used to be like, not to toot my own horn, but like kind of at the top there at that club. Yeah. So that was like my my thing, you know. And then this guy came in and he was like competing with me. Sometimes he would beat me, sometimes he would draw, you know, things like that. And it motivated me to take my training a lot more serious because I wanted to beat him and I wanted to remain at the top. So I do agree with you. Competition will make you great, dude. Just yeah. don't I was gonna say, like, don't flounder, don't fall into don't do the wrong things. <laughs> I'm trying to say it like such a professional way. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. I, I was going to say something now and it was like, in my head, I was like, yo, this is going to be a good point to make, but I sort of forgot what it was now. But I remember like uh, these, like I remember grade four and this is like burned in my memory for some reason. Um, you know, Siobhan Barry and, and Luke Hanna. Um, so I remember like they were in my class in grade four, Mrs. Hansen's class. And I remember those, they were like the, the top sort of like, academic students always competing every test what did what did this person get what did that get and then, like they ended up getting like such good marks and i don't think that they would ever have 
like really done that if they didn't have that other person that they really wanted to beat you know they didn't hate each other um but it was like they really wanted to beat each other you know yeah um jim jim Rohn uh says something uh I'm, I'm gonna try and quote it like word for word but you see it said something along the lines of um if you and i have a competition right um i'll do whatever it takes to win um for a very sincere reason i i seriously wish to win that's what he says you know then he says um but i also do it for another very sincere reason i sincerely wish for you to lose <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> he said when you lose you learn something you know um and he's like i wish to give you that experience but like he said it in like a funny way it was like joking basically but like competition really is good for you because it gives you something to aim for you know it pushes you to, to go further and it's like what would the incentive be otherwise to really push yourself and go further if you weren't actually trying to beat someone or achieve something you know it's like as long as you aren't attaching yourself to um the outcome of like if you don't beat that person now you're worthless and you aren't anything as long as you're not doing that um then i think competition's healthy and it pushes you to be a bit better but i think a lot of people um excuse me like they have this kind of mindset of if someone's doing better than you then then you're a failure or something along those lines you know like that could be anything like if someone's fitter than you like has a better sort of physique or if someone's like lifting more weights um i always use fitness examples but like it could be with money as well like if someone's earning more money than you uh like I think we, we we have a tendency to to think that that takes away from us like if if you're lifting more weights in the gym that doesn't mean i'm fit i'm like failing you know that just means that you're li that's all it means it literally just means that you're lifting more than what i'm lifting it doesn't like our lives are completely different you know there's completely different things that go into uh like determining an outcome of something Basically, different factors yeah yeah like i look at the weights that i'm lifting it's more than i ever was lifting so i should still feel really proud of that so maybe a competition only comes into only becomes a problem like if you just have a weird sort of like perspective on it on it and i don't mean weird like if you do think this way like you're weird i just mean i don't know how, how beneficial looking at it in that way would really be for you because in life there's always going to be competition you know it does it's not it's not like a scarcity thing like there's there's only a certain amount of money out there you know and you know you have to fight for it all and the people with the most money are the most self it's not like that it's not like the people who are the most fit are the most selfish like you being really fit isn't making me unfit it just makes me look worse in comparison so it's only when you're comparing yourself you know someone else having others, a lot of money, exactly someone else having a lot of money isn't making you poor it's just in comparison it feels like that because you're comparing yourself so maybe competition um if for and i wouldn't i don't want to blame competition for it but i think it can cause anxiety but it's i think it's the mindset that causes the anxiety like i don't think it's the actual competition because one person will be pl placed in an environment where everyone's doing better than them and they'll see it as a challenge and they'll work hard and they'll, they'll want to win but another person will be put in that environment and feel extremely inferior and they'll stop beating themselves up and they'll just start like getting depressed so it depends on the person entirely so um you can look at anything in life competition you can look at water you can look at anything and think of the pros and cons you know but it just depends on your mindset and what you're focusing on and how you choose to how you choose to look at something 
I hear you. I agree with you. I think that the the pre competition anxiety is actually a good thing, though, dude. I think it it should be there because yeah. it puts us into a state, you know, the fight or flight, where it's going to actually enhance our performance of whatever we're doing, be it a test, be it a race, anything like that. So I think a minimal degree degree of anxiety is actually a good thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not meant but, to be comfortable all the time. If you're comfortable all the time, you you're never going to grow. You're just going to stay you're not exactly growing. where you are. Like I'm exactly. not saying where you are isn't a good necessarily like a good place to be, but I, I think that the more you grow, the more you can contribute to other people. So everyone should want to grow. I think that's the only way you can really feel happy is if you you got, you're growing as a human being in some sort of way, you know, on a continuous, steady, like long term sort of rate, so that you can like contribute more to the world. You know, like <laughs> like otherwise, like what what's what is the point in being here? Because if you, that's when people like get depressed, I think, because like, what's the point in laugh? And, you know, like, I know that there's, I don't want to like, obviously there's like clinical reasons and like all of that. I'm not talking about like people who have like actual like issues. I'm just mean like, I used to be depressed, like mildly depressed. Like, I don't know what, I guess, clinically diagnosed depression feels like. Um, But like at, at that point, I don't know what the point in laugh was. Like, I don't know what I wanted to do, you know? I didn't feel like I could do anything. But the more I started to grow as a person, the more I started to realize, like, I can help people who are, you know, one chapter behind me. You know, like, I know I'm not the fittest and strongest person, but I know that I can help the people who are in the position I was in to get to where I am. And as I continue to grow, I'll be able to help more people get a little bit further. And then it it starts to feel like you're not just here for yourself. You know, you're here for other people. And that's when you kind of start to feel like everyone's connected everyone's yeah serving some sort of higher weird purpose like that's when you kind of start to understand things so like <laughs> it's we're giving we're giving competition a lot of credit here but it, <laughs> it i think it is important though yeah the, I think it's like, really important. the world would be stagnant without competition dude because what's the point of improving if you're not trying to better up yourself competing as yourself or compete against somebody else like it's always competition that's driving things either internal con- competition or external dude, against other people it's always there i do yeah. agree with you yeah that internal sure. competition thing is the big one like it it would be it would be very empty just beating you at something you know what i mean it would feel very empty but i think most of us don't realize it but the reason we want to win that external thing is because of the internal battles that we're having and we want to prove something to to ourselves actually you know like we we we, we think that we want to prove something to other people but I think deep down, it's actually just because we have like internal things that we want to prove to ourselves. So, like, if you didn't have competition, you would never have the opportunity to do that for yourself. You know, it's, it's yeah. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of competition. It's, Me too. It's Me entertaining. Too. It's entertaining. Like, look at, look at like shows, like uh, sports. Like, what if there was no winner, like no first place trophy, no like popping the champagne? Like, I was watching the Formula One qualifying earlier. I love Formula One, but imagine there, nobody won. How would how would that work? No one watched Formula It'd One. It'd be pointless. Like, It'd just like, be people going around in a circle, it's too, dude. So boring, man. And we'd be like, you know, we're all winners. Yay! Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one's a loser. Whoop to do? Like, what the hell? You're all losers. Do that. <laughs> None of you won. Dude, speaking about that, you're all losers. (laughs) Speaking about that, I actually hate that the way, like, 
modern competition. Yo, dude, every single time. I swear they wait for this time slot because they've been quiet the whole day. Just get them a bone. On a, on a Saturday, you get, you get them each a bone and you throw it outside. <laughs> and they just leave them. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, what I was saying, I hate that the way that modern competition has moved, especially with the, the younger people, because they give a reward to everybody just for finishing, you know, just like a, a participation yeah. ribbon. Eight and I don't like that. Like, Gary V always yeah, says that. <laughs> ex- exactly, dude. Like, I mean, yes, well done for finishing, but it's, I mean, it might be major to you, but it's nothing significant. Like, yeah. you need to work towards those top three positions. If you get a medal or something there, then there's something because there. But they, they try not to protect those people's feelings. Like, exactly. They don't want them to be upset that they didn't win. So they're trying to make them feel like they think they're doing good. So everything is yeah. with good intentions, you know, but it, it's they have to, at the end of the day, understand that like you, you can't just make someone feel good about being worth at like not winning because then they're gonna they're gonna want they they're not gonna have an incentive to do better. They're not gonna want to do better because they're not now they think they're good, but they're not good. <laughs> like you're lying to them. You're giving them a false sense of achievement. Like yeah. they didn't achieve something. Now they're gonna be lazy in life. Like because life is tough. Life is difficult. There's no getting around that. So True. they're gonna have a real problem and a real issue in life. They're gonna they're gonna like think. They're not going to want to like tackle it you know they're going to run away from it because they, they're so used to getting like gratification even if they suck at something you know so it's it's dangerous like you can't baby people they need to make mistakes they need to feel pain like if you if you lose at something and you really want it to win it's like take that on the chin go back to the drawing board understand like like what you did wrong and now you can get better and you can like actually actually deserve it you feel yeah. much better about yourself and you feel much more worthy of that like recognition if you actually you know fail a few times and then you succeed you don't want to just have it handed to you because yeah then it's gonna work you, put into it yeah it's not going to give you as much joy as you think it's going to it's just going to make you feel like it's going to make you feel like more of a failure because you're going to you're going to oh, just I hope, I hope it's making sense what i'm saying I, I hear what you're saying. I used to I used to do by Apple back in the day a while back. And the first one I ever did, dude, I was sound fit and slow. That I was actually <laughs> stone last, like about 30 seconds. And I had like a, a clap in, dude, for the run at the finish. <laughs> and like I get where it's coming from, but dude, I was so embarrassed. Like, don't clap me in. Just let yeah, me finish. Don't baby me. Like I lost. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> And I think it's the same principle, dude, because then I still got a ribbon that day as well. And I was like, why are you giving me this? Yeah, <laughs> like, I barely finished. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. You feel like... I was so embarrassing. Like it, does, it does more damage. Like, there's so many different ways to look at this, but I think it does much more damage than it helps anybody to clap for people who aren't winning, to make people feel like they're... Like, like I don't want to say this because it's, it's off topic, but like when like if someone is unhealthy like and they ask am i like like they ask you a question or if someone looks like they say do i look do i look does a shirt make me look fat you know what i mean like the real answer is like a shirt can't make you look fat bro like you, you, you look fat. <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> true though <laughs> that that dress can't make you look fat <laughs> like you can't you can't can't blame like a bit of material for making you look fat like you look the way you look <laughs> but like <laughs> Like I'm, I'm one of those brutally honest people, and sometimes it hurts people's feelings, like short term. But I know that, like, the truth is always what people need to hear. 
So like, I'm not saying I'm always right. Like, I don't know, always know the, the right answer, but I always give my honest opinion on something. Like if someone, if someone asks, do I look like I've picked up weight? I won't tell them like, if, if I can see that they've, they've picked up weight in my opinion, I'll say like, I mean, you look like a little, like you've picked up a little bit, bro. Like, I'll just tell the truth, you know, like, what's the point in saying like, no, nah, you haven't. Cause then they're just going to keep on doing the same things that they're doing and picking up even more weight. And they're not dumb. Sure. They, they know they're picking up weight. They can see it. They know. But you're telling them now you look fine. You look fine. Now it's like everything's like contradicting and like confusing them. And like they think it's okay. It's not okay. Like, you know, you can, can lose you can the weight. You can, you, can lose, you can lose the weight. Like you can do better. But the first step to the first step to growing is acknowledging where you really are. You know, if you're getting an eighth place trophy, but you really want to be number one. You first have to acknowledge that that eighth place trophy is an eighth place trophy. Don't delude yourself into thinking that it's me winning. You know, like I achieved, I did good. No, you didn't. You came eighth. You came eighth. <laughs> if it's yeah. out of if it's out of ten thousand, like that's a decent achievement. But you didn't win. You still yeah. didn't win. If your goal is to win, like that's your goal, then you need to do better. You need to do better. You need to you need to like go back to the drawing board and you'd be a bit upset about where you came because if your goal is number one and you came eighth. That's seven places out. So like it's good. If 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 your goal is ten and you come and you come eighth, then you can be happy. But if your goal is number one, then you need to acknowledge I'm not where I want to be. And now I need I'm to 10. Yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say on. I was gonna say I completely agree with you on hundred percent, but I was gonna say it is also situational, which you did touch on, because if it's like out of yeah. ten thousand, you're ten, that's good. It's like the same way that you can't like if I finish an Iron Man and I've never done an Iron Man in my life, then like it's good. But if I'm like a professional Ironman, if athlete, your goal was to finish, exactly, that's what I was gonna say. It's situational. <laughs> yeah. If, if your goal agree. was to finish and you finish, then even if it's last, well done. Yeah, then you can get your ribbon and be proud. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But don't don't be like if your goal is to win the Ironman and you you come like twentieth, and you like you like well, I mean, I finished the Ironman and now you're making yourself feel better about it and you like telling yourself it's okay that I came twentieth. Don't do that. Like, you failed your goal. <laughs> don't beat it. Don't beat yourself up and start crying about it. It's just the hard fact is that you weren't good enough to be number one. Like, be proud of yourself because maybe you did better than you did the year before. Uh, you put in the work. Be proud that you tried. You know, so like, be proud and be happy about it. But don't delude yourself into thinking that you did actually achieve what you wanted to because you didn't. You know, yeah. so that's how you get better. Like this, we we, we stemmed off of just is competition good for you so that's actually a very good question i don't know who asked that but thanks yeah thanks teresa <laughs> teresa uh, i wanted to also touch on uh what you're saying about honesty dude you're one of those brutally honest people i like that i think we should all be brutally honest but uh a lot of people tend to avoid it because they're trying to avoid conflict but yeah. i just wanted to put it on the record yeah that i don't think conflict is such a bad thing because one, it's going to be the truth which is going to be a lot more constructive and actually help you in life instead of just making you feel good in the moment, as you said. And two, conflict is actually going to strengthen your relationship with whoever you're having conflict with. So yeah, yeah. conflict's not always bad. I think you end up respecting people who tell the truth, but more at like a later point anyways. You know, like I think maybe like maybe it'll hurt your feelings but like but there's different there's there's different ways to tell the truth like that's what i want people to understand it's like if someone's like like where i can ask you like a, a person like a, a personal question dude 
like do you think do you think that i've i've put on a little bit of weight like like just be honest like you won't hurt my feelings just chill i'm not gonna be like yeah Yo, you're a fat fuck whatever <laughs> you, you stop eating those donuts bro you're like you're drinking too much you know you disgusting pig i'm not gonna be like that you <laughs> say like i mean you look like you've put on a little bit bro but like it's not too bad but don't, don't worry about it like we all we all pick up weight sometimes um like what do you want to do do you want to lose some weight or are you cool or you're just asking because you just want to know and if it's like yeah like i actually I actually want to like lose it you know i'm not very happy about the way i picked up i'll be like okay cool well like what are you thinking of doing about it like it's it's like it's not rude but i'm honest you know so there's yeah. different ways to be honest honesty isn't harsh I, I said brutally honest but i'm not brutal like um i'm i try to be empathetic i try to i try to I'm a human being, so sometimes I, I make mistakes like everyone else. So sometimes I hurt people's feelings, but I'm uh, it's coming from good intentions. Like I think the truth, the truth, truth is one of those things that should be at like almost the highest level in in sort of actually my um my personal like morals. I think truth is probably my number one out of almost anything, is tell the truth always. Um Jordan Peterson wrote a book. 12, 12 rules for life. And I, th I think one of them is about telling the truth and how important it is and like all these different aspects of life about how extremely crucial it is to just tell the truth always. If everyone in the world told the honest truth about how they felt, about what they wanted and about like where they actually are currently at this exact situation, instead of like all the like deceivingness and instead of like deluding ourselves into making ourselves feel better about where we are and pretending to be happy like if everyone was just honest we could solve almost all the issues but like most of us just ignore sort of problems and pretend they aren't there because it's difficult you know and like we don't want to we don't want that short-term like discomfort so we like ignore it it's like you saying like people don't want to want to have conflict so we ignore yeah. it but like that short it's it doesn't need to be like an argument you know, it, just, it might feel a bit uncomfortable because, you know, it's not what that person wants to hear. It's actually extremely, it's extremely difficult to tell the truth because, you know, True. you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. Like people, like if I ask you, Damien, do you think I've put on weight, bro? And you tell me, bro, like being honest, dude, like, I think you have put on a little bit. Um, and I'm like, oh, like Damien, this and this and that, you know, like, but instead I, I, I could actually take it as, you know, that was actually really brave of Damien to tell me what his honest opinion was. Because you like, I should accept and understand that you don't want conflict, <laughs> and it's difficult to tell the truth. You know, yeah. and people like you more. People like you a lot more when you make them feel good about their their decisions and make them feel good about themselves. So it doesn't always win you friends to tell the truth. It doesn't always win you friends, but it will eventually win you the respect of the people that you need the respect from, and it will eventually win you the friends that you need. You don't need to be friends with everyone, but I think you should you should always tell the truth. Because then it also it builds your character and people start to like you start to get a reputation for someone who's honest. What's they up? They value Nick? your opinion, yeah. No, exactly. I agree with you. But also, reputation. Yeah. If you if you're asking somebody a question you want them to be on if you don't actually want them to be honest, you're asking the question for validation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's what yeah. people actually get upset about it because they actually just want validation. Yeah. yeah, they want validation. But if you don't give it to them, that's why you lose friends, dude. So yeah. don't go I don't want people to come validation. to me and ask you ask me questions for validation anyway. So I'll be honest yeah, with them. Dude. If they hurt their feelings and it's the last time they come to me and ask me a question, that's cool in my books. 
I don't have yeah, time. To, I don't have time to entertain people's insecurities, dude. You know, if that makes, yeah. like, that sounds rude, but I don't have time for that. Like, I got places to be, things to do. Like, you need to look after yourself. <laughs> like, if you want to come and you honestly want an honest opinion, like I'm the person to ask. I'll I'll be as, as kind as I can be in, in answering the question, but you'll always get my honest my honest opinion always. You know, and some people don't actually want the truth. They think they want the yeah. truth, but they don't really want the truth. What they want is the lie to be the truth. That's what they want. <laughs> they want the lie to be the truth. But Thanks, it's not the truth. <laughs> Yeah, so true. Another thing with honesty is that I think it kind of sets your shame free because if you're lying about whatever your problem is, then it's never going to be resolved and you're going to continuously live with like this guilt in your chest. Like let's say uh, I'm a secret alcoholic addict, addict and I don't tell anybody this. It's going to eat away at me and I'm going to feel shameful about it. I'm going to hide yeah. my habits and stuff. Whereas if I'm honest about it and I come to someone and be like, listen, Brad, I've got a problem, dude. I'm an alcoholic. Then we can get hope and we can move forward and we can resolve it, you know. So yeah, I think dude, honesty helps with that. No one... I think people are scared of being judged as well. Like you don't want to be judged because you're an alcoholic, right? But I think people would have so much respect and love for you if you came forward and you said, I have a problem and I want to, I need your help to solve it or something, you know? Um, people, I wouldn't even be like, oh, Damien's an alcoholic. Ooh. But if you're hiding it, you're hiding it. And I catch you drinking like something when we're doing something where we're not supposed to be drinking. I see you like quickly chugging like a, 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 a slug or something down i'll be like yo like damien's an alcoholic then there's judgment because you're hiding yeah. it because you're hiding it then there's judgment so everything that we're like you want to you want to avoid something it ends up being multiplied the more you like sort of don't address it like if you you're overweight and you want to pretend like you're not picking up weight so you, you just keep on eating the stuff and picking up more weight just like you're just ignoring the fact that that you're gaining but if you are honest and you're like yo like i actually am picking up weight i've put on like a few kilos that hurts in the in like this that second where you take accountability for that it's like oh man like this doesn't feel good like <laughs> you feel a bit like guilty and you feel like you you've made some mistakes but like it's okay everyone does but now because you've owned up to it and you are honest with yourself now you can say okay now what can i do to change it only, yeah. only, only through being honest and taking accountability can you really grow. 100%. So that, that's what honesty up there. Like if someone asked me, like, what's what's something that you, what's your pet peeve or something? I say lies, always hate lies. It's the, like the number one thing that makes me like not respect someone. It, it hurts me like when people lie to me. Because I'm not someone you have to lie to, you know, like that's what really like, <laughs> that's what, that's why it bothers me. It's because like, I feel like hurt that that person felt like they couldn't tell me the truth. Like, like I was going to judge them or something, you know? Um, yeah. So like, yeah. <laughs> but that's also there's a, weird, there's a different way to look at that as well. It's like, I didn't make them feel comfortable enough to tell the truth, but yeah, it's, it's, there's different ways to look at it. With everything. But anyway, uh, I've got nothing more to say about honesty, to be honest, or competitiveness. I don't know about yourself. Have we only answered that one question? Only the one question. It was a good question. Yeah. <laughs> we stemmed off into like different things. So it, Lots of tangents. Yeah. Uh, induced thought. <laughs> yeah, a lot, did. Okay. So what's your I've, question? I have a, a question. Uh, someone asks, what's your goals with gym and fitness? That's a nice question. <laughs> um, 
So then, as this is probably gonna be the last question because we'll probably take an hour. <laughs> Yo, no, I guess. No, I guess. <laughs> okay, as I spoke Short about <laughs> Short version. On a, as I spoke about on a previous YouTube video, uh, fitness goals I think are different to most goals because one, you don't want to rush your fitness goal because it's going to lead to injury. And uh, two, you don't always know if it's going to be possible because life happens and then next thing you know, you're skipping gym. You can only go three times that week instead of the original six. Like life just happens. So it's difficult to set a precise fitness goal. But having said that, my fitness goals are 200 kg deadlift, 140 kg squats, 100 kg bed, 100 kg bench, and 70 kgs at the end of my bulk. But yeah. I don't have an end time frame for all of that because I know it will happen. I just don't know when it will happen. Yes, I, like, I like that. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Thanks, dude. My my sort of goals around it are, are very different. I think we spoke about this on one of the last episodes where someone asked who lifts more, and we we're, we're like, well, we have we have different goals, you know. So. It's like it's weird to just compare that, um, but for me, I don't, I don't have any like, uh, like targets that I'm going for. Like, I mean, I have sort of like a body weight target that I'm aiming for. Like, I want to weigh 92, um, but I think it's gonna take a long time for me to, to get there, looking the way that I want to look. Like, I could put on like some like fat and get there, like, like put on like some bulk, but I want to look a certain way. So for me, my goals are more associated with like longevity and health. So for me, I mainly exercise because of the confidence and the self-esteem and just loving myself. You know what I mean? So for me, that's why I exercise is because I know how healthy it is for you and how many benefits come from it. It started off like I want to look a certain way because I was insecure and I wanted to like lose weight and I wanted to like impress like girls and I wanted to like intimidate guys like in a weird way you know but um and like i i played sports so i wanted to be stronger and all of that but now now it's just about um like feeling good about myself because i have a habit in place that's making me grow and become a better person and i have more energy when i do anything like if i'm reading something i cognitively understand it on like a deeper level because of how healthy and fit i am compared to how i used to be so for me, like, I don't, I don't really chase, like, really necessarily a body weight or I don't chase, like, um, a number, like, you know, like for bench or deadlift or anything like that. For me, I just love working out. So for me, the goal is to just <laughs> have habits in place that are making me grow. So I'm progressively overloading, you know, I'm doing more and more each, like, as fast as I kind of can. But the way I'm doing it, it's also, like, not a big deal if I miss a whole week at the gym even if I took a whole month off for some reason, I mean, I wouldn't feel good about it because like it's a habit and it feels like it's a part of me now, you know, like if I don't gym, I feel like I'm not being who I am. So it's become a part of my identity. So I don't think I could ever miss a whole week <laughs> ever again, probably for, for the rest of my life. Like I'll have to do something, some push-ups, some like abs or something because it's just become who I am. So yeah. That's my goal. My, my goal is to, to just be the living example of what I want other people to sort of be. You know, I think everyone should sort of like maybe it's me placing my beliefs on, on like other people projecting it, but I think everyone should be exercising. You know, it's it's recommended health wise. It's not just like sort of an, a personal opinion. Like to be healthy, you have to exercise and eat good food. That's just the fact that you can't get you, around. You have to literally. That's you have to fact, move. Yeah, 
That's just the <laughs> fact that you can't get around. So I think everyone should actually be doing that because I know I know people might think that their biggest issue in their life is that they aren't that they don't have enough money, or their biggest issue is that they don't have you know a relationship, or they they this or they that or they this or they that. But they're ignoring the one thing that would really make the biggest difference in their life. And I think it's for I think for everyone it's becoming healthier. Because you might not understand like how it's going to play out, but if you're healthier, you you have more energy, and um, you know you can work harder at your business or something, and now you can make more money. Or you you go to the gym and you start to build confidence, more self-esteem, and now you're better able to have a, a real proper loving connection with someone. Now you have a relationship. It's just you never know how things are going to play out. So that's my goal. <laughs> no, nothing very specific. It's just to kind of keep doing what I'm doing and having fun. While you're doing it, good. No, I like that a lot as well. During lockdown, actually, I learned that because I used to be very rushing and very unhealthy. Like, mm. dude, I'm, I struggled to gain weight, right? So there was a time when I was bulking, and what I would have was actually two pieces of white bread with butter and a tablespoon of mayo just to get calories in. That is so unhealthy, dude. My cholesterol yeah. must have been through the roof. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it was it was pretty gross, dude. Feel sick after that, but <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, during lockdown, it changed a lot because the the gym was taken away, so yeah. I had to learn how to adapt and get into a different type of fitness. And then while I was doing that, I started getting more into like yoga and stretching and calisthenics yeah. and cardio. And I realized how important it is for your actual mental state and just for health as a whole, dude. Like, it's more than just being strong and looking good. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, I wanted to add on. Yeah. yeah, literally. What you're, what you're saying about how fitness will improve, like, all facets of your life. So, fitness is a keystone habit. And a keystone habit is if you had to, like, look at a pillar on a roof or something, there'll be, like, a, a keystone. Yeah. And then there'll be like pillars on the other side. So that keystone is oh, in like the middle, right? The yeah. core thing that other things are built The core off thing. Of. Exactly. So fitness is a keystone habit where it will lead to better and other healthier habits. So maybe I'll start with running three times a week. And because I'm running, I feel the need to drink more water and I feel the need to eat healthier. And because I'm doing that, I'll have more energy. And then maybe that'll start to make me think that I need to start training my mind just like my body. So I start reading and I start meditating. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. Fitness you don't want to be a walking a... around lump of meat. You want, to have, exactly. you want to have something upstairs. Yeah. As well. Got to have some personality too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, then you want to, then, then you start to look better. So you want to dress better. Now your whole self-esteem, your whole self-image is, is changing. You know, then yeah, that you'll start to take, maybe you'll start to take your schoolwork more serious as well. Like, could you like, man, this like this, having goals thing and you know achieving them and working hard every day is kind of like bringing me a lot of satisfaction and pride in myself so now you want to start treating people better as well you know you, you don't want to be you don't want to be smart and look good but have no friendship so now you start to treat people differently you know so i think it i think it, it is probably it's probably the i think one day when i'm really successful and i'm, and I'm telling people like advice no matter what kind of question they ask me, um, before I answer their question, I ask them how much exercise they do and how healthy they are. Before I answer their question, no matter what it is, I'll say, um, you know, okay, yeah, you want to fix, global, <laughs> you, you want to solve global warming, cool, man. Um, but like, 
how 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 well are you looking after yourself that's what i'll ask them first are you, are you making your bed are you exercising are you eating well don't don't go and try and solve the world's problems if you can't solve you can't even look after yourself you're trying to trying to look after the amazon rainforest but you can't even look after yourself so like you're, you're trying to look after a, a whole business you know you want to have a multi-million dollar business but you can't even look after yourself like you want to have children but you can't even look after yourself you want to have this and you want to have that but you can't look after yourself so it's i think it's the absolute core fundamental like thing that'll it's a, such a basic first step to bettering yourself and becoming better but it, it really points out to you how everything in life is mindset and everything in life is truly about your mind because being fit and being healthy is not difficult it's not difficult it's simple there's science and there's complicated things like that you'll have to start taking into consideration that, like the further you get along but like at the start of it all like the basics is just move more you know like and just eat better foods like that's the absolute basic it's like just start making small changes and you'll 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 start moving the direction you want to go in but why don't we do that you know so that there's mental blocks and there's mental like things so it starts to teach you like life lessons as well so I think the first step is is going to be in everything is to just look after yourself more. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, having said this, dude, I actually like a goal of mine for the future would be to host some type of fundraiser to give into a hyperkinetic disease like diabetes or mm. obesity or something like that. Something that can be improved or completely removed through exercise and healthy eating. But I would like to host a fundraiser that's like a marathon or some type of powerlifting event or bodybuilding show or something, dude. I think that would be so great. So that's that's another goal of mine for the not-so-far future. Just I to like give back too. to the community. Yeah. yeah. And to spread awareness, dude. Fitness is key. Mm. I'll give you a weird opinion on that. Um, like... I already like that actually, um, but like I'm sure you probably know, but I think raising a lot of money for something like diabetes or raising a lot of money for or like getting people to actually take like do physical exercise. Like if you're overweight and you you somehow like you you make it look attractive for people to like go and do this event like this fundraiser and like they they do like some exercise for a day but if there's no if there's no identity shift and if there's no like mental shift it's going to be very short-lived like even if you throw 100 billion dollars towards the health and fitness industry and they start advertising um how unhealthy all these foods are that people are eating they start talking like you, you really get people, excuse me, you really get people educated on like health choices and food and exercise. Like they're probably still not going to do it because they still have that self, they still have that identity and they still have that, those neuro pathways and those like habit patterns that they're following of, um, I come home, I sit on the couch and I do this, or I come home and I, I eat this, I order this pizza or I have this burger. So it's like, it's very difficult, I think, to create like change. You could, you, if someone makes up their mind that they want something, it's almost impossible to stop them from getting it if they've really, if they're really determined. But if you have all the resources, all the education, 
everything that a person needs to get a certain goal, but they don't want it, it's useless, you know? So it's like as much money and as much resources and funding you kind of get towards a, a good cause, like what you want to do, you're only going to be able to help the people with diabetes who want to change. And yeah. you can admit, and you can admit that they have a problem and that, that they need help because a lot of them, a lot of them are going to have like excuses and they're going to, well, like I say excuses, but like the only thing, the only thing worse than an excuse is a really good one. <laughs> so like some people have some like real like issues of like why they can't lose weight, you know, they have like thyroid problems and this and this yeah. and that, they have like this and that and blah, 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 blah. but like they're not going to change unless they, they admit that they can and unless they take accountability for where they are. So like within that fundraising should be like some sort of um, promoting like that awareness of that this has to be something that you want no matter how no matter how many people are willing to help you you have to do the work you have to make the you have to do the work on your mind you have to do that yourself i can't climb inside your your watchtower and do the do the change of machinery for you that's something you have to do i hear you that's actually a really good point i hadn't given that any thought to be honest uh yeah no true but um based off what you're saying the people that want to change will change but the people that are not ready to commit to the change yet will be more aware of the situation it's like that's planting true. a seed yeah, in the brain true. you know what i mean then when they that's go true. home for the weeks after that they sit down eating their potato chips while watching tv they're going to be thinking i could be doing this yeah. And then if we keep this thing consistently going like year after year after year, maybe eventually they get to the point where they're already to make the change. You're but right, Damien. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but that's also, that's a long-term solution where maybe not everybody has as much time as it takes till they do make the change. So I'm sure there is a more effective way to try persuade more people to be ready for change on that day. I just don't know what it is yet at the moment, but I'm sure there is some way. So I think it, as long as thought. you have the goal, Sorry, I cut you off there. No, no. Yeah. As long as you have the goal and something that you want to achieve, like no one will stop you. So if your goal, if your goal is to do that and you have it in your heart that you'll find a way to do it, then you will, you will one day. Like it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's how the, it's how universe, it's how, it's how life works. If you have something that you know for a fact, you're going to figure out how to do, you know, you're willing to put in the work, you know, it's going to be difficult. But like you're not gonna quit, then nothing can stop you. You'll you'll be able to do anything and achieve anything. Like it's it's just facts. <laughs> Literally though, like I wish more people would understand that, dude. <laughs> yeah, but like, they have like limiting beliefs, man. They're like, well, I can't because I live here and my parents were this and I have this problem and that problem. But like you can fix, you can you can solve anything, man. You <laughs> know, like Literally. easier said than done easier said than done because it always takes time and it takes hard work and it takes like a lot of mental work a lot of un like peeling back layers of the onion is always what the hardest part is going to be it's not difficult to make a lot of money it's not difficult to lose weight it's not difficult to have a relationship it's not difficult to uh i don't know what else what are other people's goals but like the difficult part is the the mental work that that needs to be done that's the part that your ego doesn't want to do your ego doesn't want to let, let go of some like a belief that it's had for a long time because it's attached to its beliefs it's attached to its mental patterns and stuff so that's where the hard work is always going to be 
hundred percent. Um, something that helped me internalize what you're saying now was the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So I just really, wanted to yeah, put that recommendation out there. It's a good book, yeah. yeah. Damn, dude, I was so inspired. <laughs> Yeah, but, I think people should read a lot of books, a lot of books, because almost every book is going to have like something that'll like, oh shit, like look. Yeah. And even if you if you if you go and read Think and Grow Rich again now, like I don't know when you read it, but even if it was last week, you're a different person this week, and you'll see something that you didn't see last week. Or, like your mind drifts, so they should like reread the same thing like a couple of times, and then eventually, we, like you'll really start to understand it. Like yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you like find something else that you didn't see the first time around. Yeah, yeah. 100%. What did it teach you, though? Forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> what, did it, what did it teach you? Oh, um, how to internalize that if you put your mind to something and oh. you take responsibility for the problems that are going to arise, nothing can stop you. Initially, anything you want to do, you will do. Yeah. yeah. No, I just want to say to people, Napoleon Hill is not an idiot. He's like, he, so he's not like some like mystical voodoo talking rubbish kind of he knows what he's talking about he was mentored by andrew carnegie i think who was the the richest man in the world the turn of the century like he's worked in the steel industry or something so like he knows what he's talking about he's like think and grow rich is like the book that the most millionaires have accredited a part of their success to um it's like and it's what like the interesting thing is it's called think and grow rich not work hard and grow rich you know yeah. um, it's not just necessarily money it's like you can use that book for any goal you have and it's it's just explaining think and grow rich you know like the, the biggest work is going to be changing the way that you think about something yeah. and when like it's like it's like yeah you, you have fog covering up the path in front of you and when you do the mental work it's like like a pathway just opens up and you're like it's been this easy this whole time it's been this easy this whole time. I just wasn't doing what I needed to do. And you didn't see it because you just had these mental blocks that were there. So I love it, bro. I love love learning and talking about these kinds of things. Love it. Myself included, dude. <laughs> Myself included. Um, I think it's your question. Do you want to do question. one more question? Do you want to call it? Uh, let's do one more question. Do you want to do one more? Okay, you got another audio one. Is probably going to be different, though, because obviously I unplugged the mic. My phone was yeah. dying. Okay. So. We can still hear you. I hope I can hear you. So I hope it's showing up on YouTube properly. We have you one. Video. Hopefully just... they can drop a comment for me and let me know if people can actually hear. I saw Nick was on here earlier. What's up, Nick? Yeah. I don't know if he's still on. Yeah. Gave us some clappy hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let me ask. Do you want to ask him as I ask? I've got a question. Uh Nick actually asked it, so maybe we I should read it out. Yeah, do it. Okay, it's quite a deep one though. Uh, your view on feminism being biased. Oh. Well, I hope he's not embarrassed now because now everyone's going to know that he's the one asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure he won't be. It's a good uh, question. Yeah. Your, your view, view on, on feminism. feminism being biased towards women's rights and less inclusive of men. Hmm. It's a good one. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> It's, um it's, it's hard it's yeah it is a one it is a tough one you have to you have to kind of articulate your thought there can you read the question one more time your view on i exited but it was your view on feminism being more biased towards women's rights and not really inclusive of men of men 
Um, I'm all for fem uh, feminism, but I think there's true feminism and then there's the false fe feminism that's out. And the false feminism would be the one that are not inclusive of men because true feminism is inclusive of everybody. But obviously, yeah. they're gunning more for women's rights because that's where it's lacking. So you can't be fighting men's rights and women's rights, but the women's rights are lacking. So I'm for feminism, but only true feminism, not the yeah. the false stuff that we often see circulating Instagram and stuff. What do you say? I've got like a, a, like a broader sort of perspective on the whole sort of, uh, you know, like the, the movements of any minority group, like, um, could be like race as well. Um, it's, 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 it's a touchy one because I'm a heterosexual white male. <laughs> like, so, um, it's a touchy one because like, I'm not in any, any one of those people's shoes. But I, I think that a lot more people would be willing to take what you have to say into consideration if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't about we're important and listen to us and, um, you know, you should include us and all of that, which is obviously a very fair point to make. Like, just, so let's just keep it under the under the pyramid or like under the bracket of like, female male. Right. Like. I think that men do have a lot easier things an easier way of life in many ways but also not easier in a lot of other ways right and it's it's easy for people to focus on like why it's easy for the other group than it is for them to look at what they have that's actually better than the other group you know but um i think equality is is um extremely important but you, you can't have, you can't, I don't think you can say that men and women are equal because we're not like men statistically, biologically are uh, more physically like dominant, right? There's obviously some females who have a lot like more like aggression than some men who have slightly less, but on the larger, broader scale of like, if you took all the men in the world, all the women in the world, and you added like all the aggression together, like the men would trump the woman like by far, right? Same thing with sort of like caring for other people, like women would trump men, you know, because I think that's just how the like the actual biology of it all works. But but like with the movement of like feminism and stuff, where um like I'm all for uh women should have equal rights, women should have equal opportunities, but if if it's at the expense of of men, it's never gonna work out. It has to be, you know, if the if the movement is like woman, 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 it's, it's not going to work out. But if the, if the movement is the human race, the human race, we're all equal. We all love, we're all the same. Then it's, then it's, um, then it's going to work because if you're actually, what you want is equality, right? So you want people to recognize that every, everyone's equal and everyone's actually one and everyone um, is the same and blah, 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 blah. But then your movement is, woman, 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 then you're actually acknowledging that you're different to men. So you're actually sort of in a way, a, a part of the problem. Like you're fighting for the minority group, but because you're fighting for the minority group, you're actually recognizing that there is a separation. So you're a part of the separation. You're, 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 you're adding to that separation, you know? Um, but like, that's just, that's just my uh, sort of opinion on it. You know, like I'm not, like I've got no idea like how I have no like sort of history of 
what actually works and what doesn't work. But I think I think if the movement was more inclusive, it would be much more su- like successful. And, and if it was focused on everyone should love each other no matter what, and everyone should not judge someone because of sort of like what kind of category they fit in, then then it would be a lot more effective, hundred percent, much more. What's up, Fun Mania? I hear what you're saying, dude. Um, about not acknowledging differences and stuff. I used to have the same belief, but uh, mine was more in the context of race that everyone should just be seen as a person. Yeah. But this year, I actually changed my belief about that, and I think that we should acknowledge different races and things like that because there's beauty in the different races and different cultures and stuff and if we had to treat everyone as a person we would be disregarding those cultures do you know where i'm coming from and i think it's the same for men and women there'll be different pros different cons different beauties different disgusts between men and women and i think we need to embrace and appreciate those differences instead of ignoring them but yeah that, that's my opinion yeah i like that actually dude um you know like my, my overall sort of like belief is that um no one is better than anybody else and that everyone is deserving of love and nobody should change for anybody and you know that like no human is better than any other human because of like what sort of category they kind of within like we can't help that i can't help that i was born a white male i can't help like you can't help that you're a transgender short african who lives in brazil like you can't help what you are and where you were born and how all of that weird stuff sort of like fell into place but that doesn't mean anybody's better than anybody else you know it's just kind of like it's just sort of it's a very important thing for people to really think about how they want their message to be put out there because words are very powerful. And sometimes like we can make a a small little mistake with like one word that we put into a sentence that completely changes the whole meaning of that sentence or someone listening to this could be offended by what I say, or someone listening to this could be like, wow, Brad, like I really resonate with what Bradley's saying. It's, It's just so different because of like different words mean different things to different people. But I think at the end of the day, um, everyone should just, love each other and everyone should just um like be interested and people should like be passionate about their differences i think like you're saying you shouldn't want to change and be like someone else you shouldn't all we shouldn't all be the same how boring would the world be if we're all the same you know so i don't know if i don't know if fighting for equal everything is that good like is that good i think like opportunity like caring opportunities and like like in the in the healthcare industry, like nurses, right? That's a very like it's a role where a lot of people have to like deeply care about like patients, right? Which is why you see a lot more females there than men. It's not because like the people giving the jobs were like, oh, you're a man, like you can't take this job because you're not gonna be able to care as much. I think there's just less interest from men to actually want to be in that career. You know, like I think that's just sort of what we tend to gravitate towards when we have our own freedom women feel more like at peace and feel uh like happier when they're doing things that come to them more naturally same thing for men like 
men feel more natural working with their physical body than they would working with like emotions and like caring and stuff. So I think we naturally gravitate towards those things. And that's something that we should embrace and find a way how to, to integrate that into sort of society with, without, without leaving anybody out. So like, I'm kind of, I'm, as I'm speaking, I'm kind of changing like my, the way that I'm looking at it, even at the start of sort of the question, because like, maybe, maybe it is, it is, maybe it is important to like accept and promote the actual separation, you know, and to say that, Hey, we're separate and we're being treated like we're we're like not important you know what i mean so yes that's why that's why i made the 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 statement in the beginning that i don't know because i've never been in the situation like i'm a a heterosexual white male so i've never i've never been a minority if that makes sense you know in south africa in south africa like there's less white people but that doesn't count you know what i mean it's it's not in like sort of the broader perspective of the world as a whole i'm not a minority so i can't i can't i can't honestly say i can't honestly say like what it would feel like and we this is where we kind of actually need like some woman on <laughs> on the podcast yeah. or like some some like black guys to like kind of tell us their side of it all we spoke with uh Audra, which was quite nice but we didn't speak necessarily about like racial anything so, I can actually hear him now. He's in the house. <laughs> we, should, we should have called him, but like running out of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd have to come back to this topic and have to have Yo, a female, a female guest, oppressive members. We'll have to have oppressive members sometimes. We'll have to have a whole impressive like rainbow nation of different yeah. <laughs> different combinations of of race, gender, and. It'd be good to be good to hear though, dude. I think it'll it'll help a lot of people just to hear different viewpoints yeah you know? this is where like this is that's why honesty is important without taking offense like i'm willing for someone to correct my opinion if like i don't know if my opinion is like <laughs> rude or not it's just the way that i think like but if someone can like explain to me and be honest about how what i'm saying makes them feel but in a kind way not an aggressive way you remember i was talking about like being honest with but with like empathy and kindness and not yeah. judging the person for feeling the way that they feel because they just do like they don't know that there is right or wrong but so that, that that would be really interesting man like not a lot of people can actually have those sort of conversations where it's 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 a little bit uncomfortable it's uncomfortable because you know that there's one or two areas where you're probably gonna get corrected or something and yeah <laughs> like that's 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 just how the cookie crumbles <laughs> i think you you just dismantled 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 cancel culture do you know that you just like destroyed it dude <laughs> with that yeah. one statement you just made just broke down cancel culture <laughs> yeah i think that as well uh, <laughs> we, we we did it we canceled cancel culture yeah we canceled cancel culture <laughs> yeah, cancel culture. <laughs> dude podcast i just fixed the world's problems <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like all a prophet like we world go peace now. <laughs> we can all go home now. <laughs> it's over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It was good. Yeah, that's a great episode. I also yeah. enjoyed it. Very, very laid back. Yeah, it was good. I think we'll do the same thing next time. Where we just start off with a writing conversation. 
instead of yeah. saying what's up YouTube, what's up dude podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll say that we'll say that at the end. Thanks guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Drop drop yeah. a comment. Let us know what you what you like best. If you have any questions, shoot, like drop them in the comments or shoot us a DM on Instagram. I'm at Bradley underscore Schraber and Damien seven seven seven. Yes, the man. So definitely reach out to us. We'd love to get some conversations or questions from you guys. Um, with that being said, thanks a lot, guys. We love Cheers. you, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.